Today's episode is all about setting the stage for a financially successful 2024. Whether you're looking to build your savings, reduce debt, or just get a better handle on your spending, you're in the right place. We're diving deep into the art of setting achievable financial goals for the year ahead. We'll explore how to break down your financial ambitions into manageable, bite-sized pieces, focusing specifically on short and medium-term goals for this episode. Forget the overwhelming long-term targets for a moment. Today is all about setting yourself up for quick wins and steady progress. Because let's face it, there is nothing quite as motivating as seeing the fruits of your financial efforts in real time. So grab your notepad wherever you are, unless you're driving, of course, get comfortable. Let's get started on making 2024 your most financially rewarding year yet. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. Here at the Financial Mirror, it is not about the money and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions. This is the first time you're joining in. Don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star review and a written comment as those go a long way in spreading this information to more and more listeners. So first off, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, We are finally in 2024. It is going to be a great year, and I just want you to know that this episode is all about helping you create some very like short-term wins. This episode is going to be talking about getting you a fresh financial start. If finances is something that you have struggled with, uh, that this, this episode is directly, directly tied to you. Because what we're going to talk about today is really trying to boil down and get to the bottom of actionable things that you can accomplish in a very short amount of time. And I wanted to stick to that for the fact that so many people think about like, like, oh, you need to save for retirement. And then you look at it and you're like, well, I don't have to retire for 40 years, right? So it becomes very, very tough because you always feel like time is on your side. What we're going to look at this episode is all about looking at the smaller picture, looking at something a little bit more tighter in scope so that you can start to focus on that small little portion and that's going to make an impact on things like 40 years down the road when you need to retire. But that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we want to embrace today. And if you'll follow along, if you'll just try to, you know, dive in and, and, and figure out how to apply this to your life, pick something to look at, you will be successful this year financially. Because this is what many people struggle with when it comes to the beginning of the year. They're like, you know, I want to start budgeting. I want to get out of debt this year. I want to buy a house this year. I want to, you know, possibly start saving for retirement this year. I want to invest this year. All these financial goals that people have, it's very important that we look at first what is one small little step that we can take 
to get there was one small little step that we can take to get there. And that's what we're going to look at today. So that's where I want to start. I want us to look at, you know, breaking down, in essence, kind of what is financial goal setting. Then we're going to discuss how to craft some smart short-term financial goals. Then we're going to look at some medium-term financial goals. Then I'm going to wrap this up with some uh, tools and techniques you can use for tracking and achieving, and then give you a couple of common pitfalls that people run into when they're kind of going through this this phase of, of their financial journey. So without further ado, do want to jump into this. There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to, to really want to unfold. Uh, so let's dive into it and let's first talk about the essence of goal setting. So when we look at the essence of goal setting, the biggest thing that we are trying to look at is that we want to first understand what financial goals are and why they're crucial. So as we step into this new year, it is a perfect time to hit the reset button on your finances. Whether you are looking to save more, spend less money potentially, or maybe pay off the debt that's just been hanging around uh, for who knows how long. If you'll set clear financial goals, that is your first step towards success. So what are those, right? Like what are these financial goals? Well, simply put, financial goals are targets. They are going to be kind of the guide that's going to determine where you're going to spend and where you're going to save money. They're kind of like a GPS on your finances. It's going to tell you, you know, if you needed, if you need to do a U-turn, like you're going the wrong direction, or you need to make this turn to your left or to your right, or keep going for the next 180 miles because that's how long it's going to take you to get out of debt. All of these things are meant to help navigate you towards a a financial well-being. So that is that's essentially kind of what these are. But not all financial goals are created equal. There you have short-term goals, you have, you know, things that could be something like you'll know, save up for a, you know, we want to buy the latest iPhone. That's a short-term goal. You and then there's these like on the other end of the spectrum, your long-term goal, which is your retirements, your, you know, paying off your home. Like those are much longer term goals. Today we're kind of focusing on the 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 saving for a new iPhone and somewhere in the middle, right? So I kind of want you to keep that in your brain. We're going to focus on the short and the medium term goals because those are the ones that are really going to help us stay motivated to show results faster because people tend to fall off the train. People tend to fall off, lose the momentum. People tend to kind of give up if they only focus on the end goal, the long term. So today I want us to break down and look at the short and medium term goals because that is where that's truly where if you'll keep your headspace in that short medium term range and know that the steps you're taking in those are going to achieve your long term goal like you've thought about it you will be successful this year financially. So think about short term goals as kind of like your quick wins, right? They usually span over 3 to 6 months. Um, they're all about immediate gratification. And, and I, and I highlight that because that's important when we think about staying motivated, staying on top of it, staying the course, you need some instant gratification to keep going, right? If all you do is think about like, 
how am I going to get there? Like, I'm never going to save, you know, $10,000. Oh, I'm never going to pay off my house. Oh, I'm never going to, you know, save enough money for retirement. You've defeated yourself. We need those little small wins to keep us going. So that's where our short-term goals really help out. They're stepping stones toward the larger financial goal. So an example could be that you set aside $50 each month for a weekend getaway, right? Or perhaps you want to you want to set aside and pay $50 extra each month on a small credit card balance. It's those little small achievable targets that'll give you a sense of accomplishment and show progress. Now let's flip to kind of that medium term. On the other hand, these are they require a little bit more commitment. Um, typically, they are about six months to a year, which is why I, I pick short and medium term goals, right? Because everything you accomplish here, like you should be able to accomplish many short term goals in this year. You should be able to accomplish a few, maybe one even medium term goal, depending on how complex you want to get in your goal setting. All of that's to say that these typically take six months to a year. They require a little bit more planning and patience, but the payoff is sweet. Okay. So if you'll just stick with it, the payoff is really nice. So for a medium term goal, think a little bit larger. Maybe you're saving up for a down payment on a new car or a new home. Uh, you want to improve, you know, you're, you want to get out of debt. Many could do that. And depending on how much debt you have, many can do that in one year. Um, I don't really see many people that if I'm honest, and this is not on the topic of this conversation right here, I don't see many people when they're willing to go like full blown, you know, nuts to get out of debt. I never see it take people longer than two years. Two years is kind of the max when you're willing to go all out for it. Um, and, and I will say, depending on the debt amount, depending on your income, depending on how long it took you to get into debt. Um, but most people, I'm telling you, when they go crazy with it, two years is the limit. So maybe you don't have that much debt. Maybe you're just kind of like, eh, okay, right? One year, you could be out of debt at the end of 2024 if you go full-blown crazy, right? So think about medium-term goals like that. Uh, and I'm not going to spend much time on long-term, but long-term goals are just longer than a year. Um, not going to get into those today. Your short and medium term goals are going to be driving towards these. So I thought I wanted to mention it. Uh, this is something like, you know, paying off your home. This, there could be many like short term changes need to happen, like budget changes that need to happen over the next few months. Um, you need to pay this much extra per year towards your house, be able to pay it off this much faster. Like there's tons of little goals out there you could set to do that faster and to track it. But because long-term goals take so long to actually feel that you're accomplishing it, uh, we're not focusing on it today. We're going to focus on those things that you really, really, and truthfully can see very, very quickly. So remember the key with any financial goal is make it realistic and achievable. There's no point setting a goal to say, I'm going to save a hundred thousand dollars and you only make, you know, $40,000 a year. It's not achievable. It's not realistic, right? So let's be realistic and achievable. And you will, you will hit these little milestones along the way and you will be greatly successful for it. Okay. So just remember that. Um, the other thing is, is I wanted to just briefly touch on before we jump into how to craft these goals is when I was working on my emergency fund, um, I was super eager to get into investing. I wanted to just invest like investing is the fun part of money. It really is. Therefore, I wanted to get that emergency fund funded faster. And that was my goal. 
that was my medium term goal was to get a fully funded emergency fund. So I made a couple little short term goals. One was kind of change my budget. I needed some, I needed to figure out where can I cut so that I can save more to meet my medium term goal. Uh, so that involved me a couple months of adjusting my budget to figure out little areas I can cut. I could cut a little bit this month. And then the next month I realized there's a little bit more I can cut here in the next month. And about three months into it, I was, I had a good routine. Another little short term goal you could do, you know, or that I did was sell some things I don't use, went through and, and sold some things and, and got rid of that. All of this was in an effort to get extra cash to fund my emergency fund. My medium term goal was to get a fully funded emergency fund ready in the next six months, right? Kind of at the front end of what a medium term goal should be, six to 12 months. This example does not specify a long-term goal. This is this, you know, this what what I did does not show the long-term goal, but there could be one, right? You could say that my long-term goal was to get started investing because I wanted to build wealth through investing or, or whatever the case is, say for retirement, maybe be my long-term goal. And I couldn't do that until I got a fully funded. All of these things. What I wanted to talk about is that there will be times where your medium-term goal is going to be setting up the long term. Most of the time when people goal set, they they think about the long term only. They don't think about all the little steps that need to happen to get there. So today, at the end of this episode, when we, when we learn how to craft sh- smart short-term goals, craft medium, smart term, um, smart, medium-term goals, what I want you to know is that if you will stick to this plan, you will be wildly successful. Stick to it and you'll be wildly successful. So in the next segment, we're going to dive into how to set smart financial goals. Those are, are those that are specific, measurable, achievable, rel, uh, relevant, and time bound. And that's where your, your magic is going to happen with your goal setting. So let's jump into the smart short-term financial goals. So the first place that I wanted to start was with looking at smart in terms of short-term financial goals. So I kind of alluded to this right as we were closing out the last segment, but SMART is an acronym and it's going to be your best friend when it comes to goal setting, right? Because it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Just got hung up on that one thing. So let's break these down. So I'm going to put this into the idea of a goal and let's first look off and say, what is the goal, right? And we have to be specific with the goal. This means your goal needs to be clear, it needs to be focused. And instead of saying, I want to save money, say, I want to save $300 for a new laptop. That is very specific. And the more specific you are, the easier it is to track. So let's keep going. Measurable. You need a way to track your progress. In our laptop example, you did. You said, I want to save $300 for a new laptop. You need to be able to measure that. How are you going to measure it? Well, $300. You, If you have $300 saved, you know you have hit your goal and you've, it's measurable, right? If you have $150 saved, you know you're, if you measure that, you're only halfway to your goal. You're, you were very specific. Achievable. Well, this one is um, should is is a little bit tough with people sometimes because they think they can achieve it, but you really look at the facts and it's not very achievable. So, your goals should challenge you. They should. They should challenge you, but should remain 
attainable. Setting a goal to save a million dollars in three months is daunting and just about impossible. So keep it realistic. And there's no real part of this example that says that saving $300 for a new laptop is not realistic. For most people, it is. Just remember that it needs to be realistic. So the next thing is, or is achievable. The next thing that is relevant, your goal needs to align with your values and long-term objectives. If you're aiming to minimize, you know, digital distractions, saving for this new brand new um, gaming laptop may not be your best suited spot because you're potentially going to have these like video games right in front of you with this nice fancy new laptop. Maybe just doing a, a $300 laptop is better. I don't think you can get a gaming laptop for $300 anymore, but uh, that's probably a good thing, right? Because that's what that was one of your goals. You want to keep it relevant to your goals. Um, that's just an example. Good example. I don't know, but hopefully it makes sense that it, it needs to be relevant. Don't make a goal that says I'm going to pay $50 extra towards my debt every month. And my specific goal is I want to save a thousand dollars toward my emergency fund. You see, those don't really go hand in hand. They're very vastly different. If that's your goal, you'd be putting the 50 extra dollars towards your emergency fund, right? So that, that's just an example. Time bound is the last one. Um, and this is where we did not add a time to our original goal saying, I want to save $300 for a new laptop is very specific, very measurable, achievable for most relevant. Uh, if that's our goal is to get a new laptop, time bound is the part we need to decide on. Every goal needs a deadline. You can't say, I want to save $300 for a new laptop. And are you doing that next month? Are you doing that in 10 years? Or is this like a retirement plan and you're going to do it in 40, right? Needs a, needs a goal, needs a timeline. In our example, let's just say you want to have $300 saved in the next three months. Well, let's break that down. Now you know you need $100 a month if that's how you want to do it, so forth and so on. So that's just a way to think about this, right? That's just a way to think about it. So, excuse me, that's when you think about at your short-term goals, that's how you want to break it down. You want to go through that exercise. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So what if you are wanting to um, create a, these are just examples. I'm just going to give you some examples of some short-term goals. So maybe to get you the brain juices flowing so you can think about how you can apply this to your life. What if you want to create a budget for a specific project? We want to actually make some changes to our landscaping in the spring. Keeping in this in mind, we should start planning for that now as this is a short-term goal. It's going to happen in four months. With this, we would want to save $2,000 in the next four months. This may or may not be achievable depending on how much expendable income we have, right? If this is doable, this will be a smart goal, right? $2,000 in the next four months. It's specific because we're going to save $2,000 for landscaping. It's measurable, the $2,000. It's achievable, let's just say it is. It's relevant because we want to update our landscaping and it's time bound. <coughs> so that's kind of the, the goals there, right? That's kind of the goals there. So 
if you had a, if this was a, if this was doable, this would be a smart goal. If it, if it's, if this wasn't doable, it would fail your achievable a in there and we'd want to do away with it. But that's just an example of a short-term goal. Now let's think about maybe you want to clear a small debt or credit card balance. Here's another one. By the end of April, I will pay off $500 of my credit card debt. That's very clear. It's measurable with a set deadline. It's likely achievable for most. And with some dedicated budgeting, it will happen, right? Because it's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, and it's time bound, right? That's all it takes to, to do these goals. It really is all it takes. And the, the part when, when we think about achievable and we want to make this a short-term goal, just remember, it needs to be less than six months, less than six months. And for one more example, just start an emergency fund. You want to build an emergency fund. This is a fantastic short or medium term goal technically, but if you'll use that smart framework, it might look like this. I want to save a thousand dollars for an emergency fund in the next six months. It's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Specific because you want to save a thousand dollars for an emergency fund. It's very specific. It's measurable. The thousand dollars is measurable. It's achievable because most people can save a thousand dollars for the emergency fund in as little as two months. Um, so to say, and you want to do it in six is great. Relevant hundred percent because every single person in this world, regardless if you have debt or not, needs to have a thousand dollars set aside an emergency fund at a minimum. If you have debt, a thousand dollars is enough. Uh, but once you're out of debt, you need to grow that. But, and it's time bound. Six months makes it time bound. So keep that in mind. But if you'll set these kind of goals you can have a powerful impact on your financial health. They're like quick wins in a game. You, it gives you this little burst of motivation to keep going, but you need that. You really need that to, in essence, make your, your goals fun, right? They're not fun if you're just failing at them every time. So I'd love to hear about kind of what are your short-term financial goals for this year. Just put those in the comments section, uh, regardless of where you're watching this, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or Rumble or uh, one of the podcast platforms. Just put your short-term goals in the pot in the uh, comment section. I'd love to see kind of what you're focused on going after in the year 2024, and your goal might just inspire someone else to want to achieve the same thing. So the next thing we're going to go into is medium term goals and looking at how can we utilize medium term goals in our future. So now let's look at our medium term goals. And this is going to be the bridge between your immediate wins and your long term aspirations. Typically, they span uh, six months to a year and they require a bit more planning and commitment than those short term goals did. So an example of a medium term goal could be saving up for a down payment on a car, perhaps paying off a chunk of your student loan debt. All those things could be medium term goals. These take a little longer and a little bit more consistent effort to get your results. Now, let's dive into a couple of different medium term examples, because this is what is really going to help propel you moving forward, right? The little small short term wins are great they're just little stepping stones. You make small progress here and there, but they don't really, they don't have the the financial gratification that something else does because they're kind of just the little wins along the way. So they're, they're going to feel good. They're going to propel you and keep you moving forward. They're going to be little, little burst of, of gas, uh, getting thrown on a fire, 
but it's going to, it's going to fizzle out quickly if you don't get these little medium term wins as well. Right. Cause at that six to 12 month mark, most people are going to start to give up if they don't feel some of that big, big, you know, firework boom go off right in their financial life. So let's think about a couple. Um, here's one example, saving for a holiday or a significant, uh, significant purchase, right? So let's say you want to save $3,000 for a vacation next summer, right? First, let's break that down. How much do you need to save each month to reach this goal? Well, if your vacation is 12 months away, it's going to take $250 per month. Once you kind of have that monthly saving target, look at your budget. Where can you cut back to free up some extra cash? Maybe it's eating out less or cutting down on those subscription services that I'm telling you are eating away at people's budgets. Subscriptions are eating away at people's budgets. I cannot say that enough. Subscriptions are eating away at people's budgets. It's it's getting out of hand. But that's not what this episode's about. So I digress. But if you'll keep that in mind, right, like that's a good medium term goal. Maybe you want to save for Christmas next year and you need, like now's a great time to start for that. Christmas just ended. You want to save now. I need $2,000 for Christmas next year. How much do I need to save each month? Break that down. How much do I need to save, you know, over time so that at the end of the year I can have enough for Christmas? It's little things like that. It's being proactive about those medium term goals, but you set the goal now and it pays off in the end because you're going to need to make steps right now to reach it. Small steps, but you need to make steps now to reach it. So, it's important to keep medium-term goals flexible. These are a little different than short-term. In, in a short-term goal, flexibility is not your friend. With a medium-term goal, you've got to be slightly flexible because think about six to 12 months, life's going to happen. Sometimes you may need to adjust here and there, but that's okay. The key is to stay adaptable. These kinds of goals may not have that immediate gratification of a short-term goal, they set up huge, huge, huge wins in the long run. So imagine the satisfaction you've saved up the last 12 months and you hit that vacation saving target or you hit that target to get out of debt or you hit that target next Christmas and all of your, you're not stressed at all because all of your Christmas you saved up for all year and you paid for in cash, no debt. What a relief. What a relief. So remember the success of the medium term goals it is, it's all about consistent action. Short term, they're little bursts of energy. You just go boom, boom, and you knock them out. Medium term, consistent action, regular check-ins. Every month, take a moment, review your progress, celebrate little small wins along the way. Uh, and sometimes it's not a win as if something you did, but something you didn't do, right? Sometimes you're like, well, I just can't save that $200 this month because of this and this and this. If you navigate that and you're like, man, I can still save if I do this, Celebrate that. Celebrate it. Figure out a way to reward yourself because those type of actions add up and that's how you will reach your goal. And don't forget, while these goals are made are, are more of a marathon and I would say more of a half marathon than a sprint, they are very, very crucial in your financial journey. They build the discipline and the resilience that you need for long-term financial health. If you'll commit to short and medium-term financial goals this year, I, I'm telling you, you will not be able to look at your finances January of 2025 and feel like you do right now. There's no way. There's no way. It will be impossible for you to be in the position you're in right now. If you feel like you're struggling financially right now, 
do these things over the next 300, in this case, you know, we'll just call it 365 for the ease of this, 365 days, and you won't recognize your financial position. You'll be like, wow, like, like this is nuts. I'm telling you, you can make tons of progress in one year if you will commit, but you got to commit. You got to commit. And if you do it, you'll change your life. So we're going to wrap up this segment, but think about medium term goals. You want to set yourself up for the year. And we've talked about the smart already with the short term. You apply the same thing to the medium term. It, I'm not going to, you know, insult your intelligence by any means. Take the same framework and put it on a longer term goal. Something that's going to take you longer than six months. If you get to the end of, uh, here's a here's a great, you know, asthma check. You get to the end of your goal setting on your smart goal and and you're like, uh, let's just, let me just give you an example. The landscaping example I gave you, $2,000 in four months. You look at that and you're like, yep, that's not attainable. My A, I fail my A. That's not attainable. We need to move that into a medium-term goal. It's going to take me eight months to get a, a, that that landscaping saved up for, right? So 2000 in the next eight months. Medium-term goal, and that's the only thing that changed. The goal is still the same. I'm going to save $2,000 for landscaping in the next eight months. The only thing that changed was how long it's going to take me. Still specific, still measurable, still now it's attainable, right? If I couldn't do it in four, I can do it in eight. Now it's attainable. And it's relevant and it's time bound. Still the same thing. Just if it takes you longer than six months, it's become a medium term goal. And I'm and I'm telling you that it is time that that dictates this because it's the you can no longer do it in a quick sprint. You can no longer knock it out really, really fast. Most short term goals are going to be three months ish. Some are going to be one month, right? Some are going to be two months, three months, four months, five months. Like, but most of them are about three months. And they're going to be quick sprints and you're going to knock it out and life's going to go on. The medium term, it's going to take some consistency. It's going to take some resilience because life's going to happen. You're going to want to stop every once in a while. You're going to keep going. Medium term takes a little bit longer. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as you're going through it. Now, let's talk about kind of what are some tools and techniques for tracking and achieving these goals. And that's what I want to go into next. So you set your goals and You've got everything set up. You're short, you're medium term, you're ready to go. How do you keep track of them? Well, in the digital age, we've got a plethora of tools at our fingertips. So let's look at just a few. First up, budgeting apps. Uh, you know I love Quick and Simplify. I did an episode just a few weeks back about some of the top budgeting app, um, apps that I've reviewed uh, that I really liked. Uh, and so I'll, I'll put a link to the video, to that video in the description. But with Mint going out of, you know, kind of shutting down, I did a review of those, but quick and simplify rocket money. Why nab? You need a budget is what that stands for. Every dollar. All these things are great for tracking your spending. This is highly, highly necessary. If you want to be successful financially, another great tool to look into is some type of goal tracker app apps like strides or goals on track. Those let you set specific goals and milestones and track your progress towards them. Incredibly satisfying to kind of mark off, you know, I've got a, I've got tons of people that I've worked with in the past that just love to check off a milestone. It's motivating. If that motivates you, do it. If you're more old school, simple spreadsheet works wonders. If you want to, you know, you could just set up some columns and target dates and progress, things like that, whatever you want to see. And if you're even more old school, pen and paper, that works too. Now, one of the techniques and my, you know, personal favorites when it comes to goal setting is 
is to physically look at yourself when it comes to these goals. Do check-ins. You need to do check-ins with yourself. Schedule this like day of the week where you just check in and say, where am I at? Where have I struggled? Where and do I need just to put a little bit more effort? Because I'm just I'm not I'm not doing what I need to do. If you'll do that every single week, you will stay on track. You will, because you'll over time, like areas that you do really well in, you'll start you'll stop focusing on because you're trying to focus on the other ones and they'll start to you know drip a little bit. And then you 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 just constantly are getting better, constantly improving yourself. But don't dis- get discouraged. Remember, the key here is consistency. It's not about making these huge leaps every day. It's just about small, consistent steps. They add up over time. So don't get discouraged if you have a setback. Financial planning is a journey, and you're going to be successful in 2024 if you just stick to the plan. Now, what are some tips for success? Well, when it comes to achieving financial goals, it's not just about setting them. It's about creating an environment for success. This means having a solid plan the right mindset and a supportive system. First, the first thing I want to tell you is keep your goals visible. Write them down. Put them where you can see them every day on your fridge, wallpaper on your phone even. These can be reminders that you need to keep those at the forefront of your mind. Remember, only 10% of people achieve their goals when they don't write them down. 10%. So if you don't write your goals down, there's only a 10% chance you're actually going to accomplish them. So write them down. It could be in an app. It could be in a spreadsheet. It could be in a, um, on pen and paper, whatever the case is on pen and paper, on paper, (laughs) Uh, whatever the case is, write them down, write them down. Highly, highly important. If you're doing your check-ins and you're not looking at your physical goals written down, you're not doing a check-in. Okay. You should be looking at your goals. Say, okay, where am I at on this goal and reading it? That means it's written down because you're reading it. So common pitfalls, the common pitfalls and how you can avoid them is one major one is setting too many goals at once. Biggest pitfall I see It's overwhelming. It dilutes your focus and your energy. Stick to a few goals with your full attention. Don't try to do too many things at once. If you try to attack everything, you will attack nothing. If you try to accomplish everything, you will accomplish nothing. Remember that. So stick to one goal. Another pitfall is being overly rigid. Sure, discipline's crucial. Give yourself some flexibility, especially in those medium-term goals. You're going to need it. Circumstances change, say a sudden expense, change in income. Revisit your goals. Adjust them accordingly. As life happens, adjust your goals. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't be overly rigid. Lastly, watch out for lifestyle inflation. As your income increases, it's tempting to increase your spending proportionally. Remember your goals and resist the urge to splurge. So if you are, if you get an income increase here at the beginning of the year or whatever the case is, don't shift your goals accordingly, right? Make a goal that was going to take you eight months, make it take six months now and give yourself another goal, like adjust your goals. That's all I'm saying there. Don't let lifestyle start to creep in and let your goals stay the same. Adjust accordingly, right? Speed a goal up, slow a goal down at the same pace, right? If you had a, if you had a drop in pay, let your goal take a little longer. Be be realistic with yourself. If you get a pay increase, speed that bad boy up. Get out of debt faster, right? Remember that. So that's so important. Um, 
when it comes to the importance of flexibility and the, that sort of check-in with yourself, the big one is people don't track their progress. So those check-ins are crucial. They let you know how far you come, where you're falling behind, things of that nature. Be realistic with your timelines, adjust where you have to. And remember, the path to financial success is unique for everyone. So there's no like one size fits all. When I work with clients, I take a very personal approach to, to how can we get them successful because their path is different than everyone else's and how they how they handle money, how they were raised is different than everyone else. So be patient with yourself, stay committed and keep your eyes on the prize. So that kind of does it for today. Uh, wraps everything up. I hope this has given you the tools and confidence you need to set yourself up for a successful of 2024, where you're going to go out and achieve your financial goals. Remember, the journey to financial success is a personal one. It's okay to take it one step at a time. That's how I would actually recommend you do it. Celebrate your achievements, learn from your setbacks, and always, always, always keep moving forward with little baby steps. I'd love to hear how you're applying any of these tips and strategies in your own life. So please reach out on social media, share your stories, your success, or maybe even your challenges in the comment section. Let's just support each other in, as we start out this year, because we as a collective can motivate and grow and encourage each other to achieve and accomplish our financial goals this year. So look forward to hearing from you. Look forward to hearing how you're doing this year. Check in at any time. Just let me know how you're doing with these goals. Are they going the way you expected? What are those challenges? And remember, if you need just a little extra dose of support, if you do want to get a little help along the way at any point throughout this year, and you're ready to take control of your finances, head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now in the middle of the screen, and schedule your free consultation today. We'll just get together and discuss if a financial coach is right for you. If you are, we'll get you on a plan that'll work uh, for you, and we'll get you headed down the financial path that is unique and created and curated just for you. Do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream? Head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you had a great new year. Until next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.